Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to Marketing Tips for Doctors. This is your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today we have a special treat with us, Mike Capozzi. He is an author, publisher, and coach for business owners and sharp, aggressive entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. Throughout his 25 years in marketing and 21 years as a consultant, Mike's diligent and innovative use of high-impact marketing has consistently surpassed the expectations and outcomes of traditional corporate marketing concepts and business strategies for his clients. This expertise has led him to be a guest speaker on the stages of some of the world's most foremost experts on marketing. Today, Mike has helped thousands of business owners create more profitable marketing. Mike is the inventor of the wildly successful software product, CopyDoodles, which are hand-drawn graphic files enabling anybody to literally drag and drop attention-getting enhancements to their offline and online marketing materials. Tens of thousands of business owners, marketers, and copywriters have benefited from the use of copy doodles. I know I have. In 2019, Mike launched Bite Sized Books, a new publishing venture founded on his proven formula for creating short, helpful books known as Shooks for Main Street business owners. Shooks are ideal for local business owners who are looking to increase their level of authority while also providing helpful information in bite-sized books. When he's not focused on marketing or helping his clients, Mike is the proud father of two beautiful daughters, Carolyn and Nicole. Carolyn, who is attending Penn State University to study journalism, published her first Shook, Dog Joy in 2018. Dog Joy is a collection of dog rescue stories as told by the people who rescued them. She has donated all the profits from Dog Joy, over $5,000 and counting, to help support a number of the rescues featured in the Shook. Mike has been married to his amazing wife, Becky, for 23 years and counting. Becky is the invisible driving force behind everything Mike does to serve clients, including being the original handwriting artist for Copy Doodles. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks, Barbara. I appreciate it. What is your definition of a Main Street author? Well, I, I came up with this phrase, Main Street author. <laughs> not realizing it was actually a, a famous book by, I think it was Upton Sinclair that wrote it. I thought I came up with this really neat concept. But uh, anyway, a Main Street author is a Main Street type business owner. And I, I identify those people as you know, the local community-based physicians, dentists, doctors, insurance agents, chiropractors, you know, folks that have a presence on what used to be Main Street. So it's, it's that kind of local 
business owner, but we also serve, I also identify a Main Street business owner as someone who serves Main Street business owners. So for example, maybe a, a software CEO who has software for Main Street business owners, I would consider him or her a Main Street also. So it's someone who has a business on Main Street and has written a customer, client, patient attraction book. Well, for the next question that I would like to ask you, it's a shame that you did not come up with this idea sooner because my books all have 250 to 300 pages. So what are the main differences between a shook and a book? So a shook is my trademark type of short, helpful book. So a shook stands for a short, helpful book. And your, your listeners may cringe at this, but I always use the analogy of, hey, you know, there's a lot of places to buy hamburgers. Burger King has the Whopper, McDonald's has the Big Mac. They're all burgers, but they have their own unique brand, their own unique identity. Well, as you well know, Barbara, because you're a published author, there's a lot of people out there helping others publish books, and I needed that unique value proposition. And we came up with uh, the Shook, the short, helpful book. And really, these are a couple different characteristics, Barbara. First of all, The clients who write Shooks, first and foremost, they're not worried about, quote, making money with their book. Okay, so this is not about, I sell a book for 10 bucks and I make $8. This is about, you know, a conversation starter, really a business card on steroids, if you will. So first and foremost, it's not about the person who wants to be a best-selling author necessarily, or even, quote, make money on the front end. On the back end, it's a different story. So that's one key differentiator. You know, you and I were just talking before we uh, started here, and you were asking some things about my shooks. They are designed very specifically, Barbara, so they're a little bit different in size, a little smaller physically. Interior, we designed the interior very uh, specifically. I'm a direct response marketer, so everything is about driving response. So we make these things easy to read, physically easy to read. We make them shorter to read. You know, again, everyone's attention spans are getting shorter. So a typical shook takes about an hour to go through. So it's a real book, but it doesn't take you days or weeks to, to kind of plod through. And, and that really bodes well for the author because they can write them much quicker. So, you know, shorter to read. They're highly focused. So they're very much focused. So, you know, your 300-page book, maybe you could have written three 100-page books, each with a very specific topic. Well, don't think I didn't think about that when <laughs> yeah, I was right. looking at your series. <laughs> right. So that's that's really some of the different characteristics of what makes a shook a shook. I'll just leave it with, you know, again, longtime marketing, a person who's helped others. These are sales tools. These are business assets. And that's really, you know, the big the big takeaway. What are your three top reasons why a Main Street business owner should be considered as a published shook author? Well. I mean, again, I know you, you, you know this because you are a published author. So first, I would say, even in today's day and age, books are still seen, physical printed books, okay, physical printed books are seen as objects of value, right? Most of us are used to paying for them. There's Amazon, you know, the online bookstore, there's still local bookstores, there's still libraries, right? So unlike just about any other type of marketing media, books are seen as objects of value and people expect to pay for them. So that's interesting, right? You hand someone a business card, you hand someone a brochure, they may glance at it, chances are it's going to end up in the recycle bin. But you hand someone a book and sign it for them, 
you know, that thing is not getting thrown away. It may not get read right away, depending on the person, but it's not getting thrown away. All right. So number one, they're seen as objects of value. Number two, I would say a good reason is because, again, in, in our society, authors, published book authors, are seen at a different level. They're, they're, they're held in a higher esteem. There's a higher level of respect. So I always say, listen, if you have two similar business owners, even doctors, like two similar doctors, credentials are all the same, but one doctor has published a book on you know, how to deal with back pain, let's say, for example. And it's a very specific book on how to deal with a, a specific type of back pain. And the other doctor has not published a book on that. Typically, the doctor who is a published book author and is using the book in his or her practice is going to have a higher level of respect. It's going to have, you know, be looked at differently in, in a more positive light. And then finally, Barbara, I'd say a third reason would be when you become a published book author, it enables you, the business owner, the practice owner, to advertise and market and sell at a higher and more sophisticated level where you literally attract customers, patients, et cetera, instead of pursuing them, right? So books, I call it book-centric marketing. Book-centric marketing has been around for over 100 years where you know, the free book offer has been a lead generation device. And it's been around for so long because it you know, worked then and it works now. So you know, instead of just promoting your practice and promoting it, what it is you do, you promote your book as the solution to someone's problem and then allow the book to start the conversation and then lead the prospect to becoming a patient, et cetera. So I would say those are the three reasons why a physician or a doctor would want to you know, consider being a published author. I agree with you completely, Mike. After all, if you have several doctors in the same specialty in the referrals from insurance companies or in the same community, people might be in a quandary as to which doctor to go to. But if one of them wrote the book, then obviously they're the expert in the field. And obviously they're the ones that you're going to want to go to as a patient. Yep. Yep. And it's, it's a real, it's a very much a reality. I talk to business owners who are authors every day and it's pretty amazing what can happen. How can a business owner make money with a shook? Uh, well, just about any business owner can. You know, ideally, I would say an ideal Main Street author is a, a, somebody who has, you know, a higher level of lifetime, you know, client value, customer value, patient value. So, you know, dentists, doctors, you know, high-end real estate agents, insurance agents, you know, it, uh, you know a pizza store owner could be a, a Bain Street author. It could be fun. They could have fun with that. But their transaction value, you know, it would, it would take a lot of pizzas, you know, to justify the investment of time, energy, and money. Whereas, you know, a doctor who's maybe, you know, typical patient value is five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 or even more, you know, one or two new patients a year could really, from the book, could really be a, a nice little game changer. Well, I don't know. I might like to read a book that tells what the best pizza is <laughs> and, and, and what I should look for in a pizza. You know, hey, listen, I'm laughing because I agree with you, Barbara. I would not mind. I've, I've yet to work with a pizza store owner. I think I'm a wannabe pizza. You know, I've got this Italian descent, so I would never do it, but I, I think I would dream about it. But I think it would be cool to do that. Now, listen, we are working currently with some folks that do like home remodeling. 
again, the transaction value is high enough for those painting. But yeah, typically it's someone who has a bit of a back end. And by that, I mean, you know, some, some uh, long-term income opportunities. Sure, sure. But don't you want to know whether a square or a round pizza is, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. Made, is, yeah. is better you know, <laughs> and has more round. flavor? <laughs> yeah, I, I like the round. I definitely like the round. <laughs> so talking about that, tell us more about your special sauce. Hmm. That's a, that's a that's a great segue. Um, the special sauce. I wasn't thinking of the pizza, but I was thinking that's actually pretty good. Well, I mean, I've written a number of books now about shooks, and I think in a few of them, I know I've really gone into detail what I call the special sauce. So, let me just give a little marketing lesson because again, I've been helping business owners for over twenty years improve their marketing. So, it is you know. It's key for any type of business or practice owner to be able to articulate unique value. Because again, if you're just plain vanilla and do what everyone else does, and that's how you market, and that's how you talk about your practice, or your business, you know, people are sort of beyond that. They need a reason why to want to work with you. So I came up with the special sauce of the Shooks. And I've already sort of described them. I mean, you know, the speed to, for the person who's reading it to read it, you know, it's, much, it's great that a person can read a book on back pain, for example, and in an hour get what they need and then decide, well, do I want to continue on with this person, etc. Because, you know, when someone, I don't know about you, Barbara, but I know when I start a book with all the greatest intention and I don't finish it because I get bogged down in it. Eh, you know, I kind of get, get a little annoyed with myself. And, but when I read a book and, you know, I finish it, and I found value in it, there's a sense of accomplishment. So shooks enable that sense of accomplishment. Again, they're also faster for folks to write. It takes about eight to 12 weeks, though I do have a shook author who wrote one from idea to printed book in 22 days. So it can be quite quick. Again, they're easier to read. They're faster to read. The fact that they're focused is a key thing. I think so many people who are book authors don't have a clear focus of what their book is meant to do. And not only mean, not only meant to do for the reader, but what to do for the author. Like, what do you want to come from this book? What do you want readers to do? That's the direct response nature of Shooks. And as a matter of fact, that's probably one of the key things, the key ingredients of the special sauce is our Shooks are embedded with next steps. And we have two different pathways for readers. I won't, unless you want to go into that, I won't go into it here, but we have what we call our active pathway and we have what we call our passive pathway. But again, we're leading readers down a path. Well, let's leave that as a cliffhanger so that they get your book. There you go. (laughs) Describe one of the most powerful ways a local business owner can leverage a shook to grow his or her business. Well, again, there's a lot of folks that help just about anyone publish books and author books. And, and if you're an online internet and marketing type of person or you, know, you, you, you don't have a physical location, a lot of that information is geared to them about how to use you know, Facebook and all the common things that people are doing online. But see, Main Street business owners, by the very nature of the fact that they are typically local in a community, they have some very, very powerful ways to leverage a shook, a short, helpful book. And Barbara, one way that I, I constantly stress, I was just on a, a webinar yesterday and talking to a bunch of retailers and sharing with them 
listen, and they were all authors. And I was sharing with them what they want to do is they want to find what I call strategic partners. So, you know, let's say uh, this doctor who's the back doctor, he or she could identify chiropractors, gyms, yoga studios that are in their community and literally put a little display stand of their shook in those facilities. So what you're doing is you're getting, I call it OPC, you're getting in front of other people's customers. And it's a very powerful strategy that is very unique to a local business owner. So it's leveraging strategic partners that have a business that align with, you know, your ideal customer, client, patient, whatever, can be found in those businesses. So why not put your shook and make it available in those places of business? That's a very, very powerful strategy. Absolutely. I think that's a brilliant strategy. Yeah. Now, in your book, you mentioned about creating e-shooks and also audio shooks. Mm-hmm. Are they becoming more powerful as time goes on or more uh, in demand? Well, a couple interesting things. I just looked, so we just launched a brand new shook this week. And it's it, for the first time ever, because I, I, I'm typically not worried about, quote, becoming a bestseller or anything like that. But this time, I wanted to try to see what I could do. And I'm very fortunate and uh, appreciative of the fact that both the print and Kindle version are number one Amazon bestsellers. And it, it, it was a little more work than I realized. Everyone's like, oh, you just had to put it up there and, and drive some sales. But, you know, it, 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 it's done quite well. So I was just looking at our numbers before this interview for another reason. Um, and by the way, the audio version is not yet available. It, it takes Amazon much longer to get the audio version up, but there, the audio version is coming. But the Kindle purchases were like three to one from the print. So for every print book I sold, I think I we sold three Kindle books. Now, I do have some other books that have all three Kindle, you know, ebook, print. I'm a fan of print. And all our clients, the first media is print books. Uh, and then if they want Kindle books and audio books. But I've heard a lot of people ask for audio books, Barbara, and have asked me for them. But our audio book sales are low, like really low. I was, I was shocked to see the numbers. So, you know, right now, people, at least the audience I was targeting this past week, and maybe because the price difference, it was just such a no-brainer for the Kindle version because you can make the cost much lower. But yeah, it was Kindle was number one, and uh, the print books were a, a distant second. But my preference is print. Well, it'll be interesting to see if the explosion of Audible is going to change that. Mm-hmm. I had a gentleman who became a client, and uh, he said to me after he became the client, he said, "Listen, I bought, you know, I saw, I found your book." And I was really, it was one of the ones where I don't have an audio version. And he said, yours was the first print book I've bought in eight years. Because all he does is listen to audiobooks. And, you know, I heard that kind of comment. I was like, well, geez. So uh, my last two books have been, we've done the audio version. And uh, listen, I think, I think the takeaway is, yeah, I mean, if you can do it, you make, you, you, you use as much media choices as possible. Some people like to read, some people like to watch, some people like to listen. And if you can do it, you do all of it. Does the author do the reading of the book or do you outsource that? So we offer a service with professional narration. Now, in a perfect world, my advice would always be for for nonfiction books, like we're talking about business books, I think 
in a perfect world, the author would narrate it. Because just like you and I are talking now, we're having a very real conversation. If I, ha- if I hired someone to be in Mike Capuzzi's place, it probably wouldn't be the same. Having said that, for both of my, audio, my current audio books, I hired a professional. I did narrate a book years ago, which is uh, no longer in print or no longer available. And it was a pain in the butt, Barbara. Plus, I'm from the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area, so you get that kind of accent. Who wants to hear that? And I'm too much of a perfectionist, so it would probably take me three months to do. Well, Um, maybe you'd want to have Sean Connery speak on your behalf. There you go. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's it's an option, but I think for most business owners, they're just going to really prefer, hey, just have a pro do it for me. How do your publishing programs work? So... We, again, work with a very unique type of business owner. So we just work with business owners. And again, typically either local business owners or folks that serve local business owners. Um, So that's first and foremost. And literally, it's a very one-on-one. All of our clients work directly with me in a one-on-one situation, Barbara, kind of like what you and I are doing. So we are much, very much a boutique publisher. And the reason I do that, Barbara, is... I feel it's, it's a very important process. So we, there's a number of phone calls where my client and I are brainstorming. I'm helping them identify their ideal reader. I'm helping them identify their, what I call the shook hook, which is the big idea behind their book. And you know that masterminding happens best when it's a, a very personal one-on-one type of relationship. So all of our clients work directly with me. It takes, like I said, about eight to 12 weeks and uh, I literally hold their hand and go from step to step. And at the outcome, they have a gorgeous printed book. And if they want Kindle books and audio books, they can have those too. Well, I'd like to ask you what the one thing to take away from this interview. But before you answer that, I just want to point out that your 100-page book, by you, Mike Capuzzi, uh, just came out in print and you could get it on Amazon. I have, and it is so worth reading. You know, it really is a primer to show how you can present yourself as an expert in your field and, and, and really a must reading uh, called the 100 page book. I'm really enjoying it. So what is the one thing that my listeners should take away from this interview? I, I, was, I venture to say if they have yet to publish a book, they probably have at least thought about it. And my advice would be if you help people, which I'm assuming every one of your listeners does, if you help people and you have not authored a book on a specific way you help them, my challenge and my motivation to you would be do it whether you work with me, whether you do it on your own, whatever, however you want to do it. But there's a group of people out there in your community or if you have a wider reach, whatever it might be, who want that information. And if, they're, if you're not providing it, they may find it elsewhere or they may not get it at all. So I think, Barbara, the, the one thing I would leave with folks is being a published author is gratifying It's so cool to be able to hand someone a book. It's so cool when they ask you to autograph it. Uh, It's so cool when you get thank you cards when you send someone a book. I mean, you send someone a brochure, you typically don't get a thank you card. So, you know, being a published book author of a real printed book that looks professional, that, you know, provides helpful information, it's a game changer. There's nothing like it. And I would challenge anybody listening 
to consider it. And that's why I wrote the 100-page book is really, like you said, it's an entry point. It gives you a very specific recipe on how to write a short, helpful book. I mean, I literally tell you step-by-step what to do. Excellent. I know you have gifts for my listeners. What are they and how can you get them? Yeah, thank you. And uh, I would love to offer some additional value. So here's what I'd like to do, Barbara, if okay, because you mentioned the 100-page book. And you know, right now, it's just hot on Amazon. It's a five-star best-selling uh, book, and it's, uh, it's priced very reasonably. So I think the, uh, the Kindle version currently is like a dollar, and the paperback is $5. That's a very special introductory offer. And you can go to 100pagebook.com. So the number 100, 100pagebook.com. And all that does is redirect you to Amazon. Okay, so it just gives you the choice and you can buy the paperback, Kindle, or the audio may be up there soon. But here's the gift link. So if you go to 100pagebook.com forward slash gifts, G-I-F-T-S, so plural, gifts, plural, I will give your listeners, Barbara, three valuable gifts. The first is I wrote a, a, a shook last year called Main Street Author. And in that, I really showcase Main Street business owners who are authors. So that's a, a free book. It's digital. So you'll be able to read it right online. So that's the first gift. The second gift is, you know, if folks want to do it on their own or kind of thinking about, hey, I, you know, I want to do a, my own book or I, my, my kids can help me out, whatever. There's a 24-minute tutorial I created on the best ways to design your book. So, Barbara, you and I were talking about that earlier on. The design is critical. You want your book to look right, and there's a lot of places to make mistakes. This 24-minute video will share some of my best tips. And then finally, Barbara, some people do want to be on Amazon and leverage with the powerhouse that Amazon is for a lot of different reasons, reach, notoriety, etc., and I'm going to invite anybody, I'm going to be doing a training uh, in the future here, near future, on everything that I've learned recently about Amazon. I've, I've gotten like a PhD in the last two months on Amazon and how you set up a book properly on Amazon for maximum reach and sales. So it's going to be a great, great training. It's going to be free for everybody who grabs um, the special offer. That is so generous of you, Mike. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Barbara. Well, I've had a lot of fun today, and I'm sure you listeners have not only learned a lot, but had some fun listening to you as well. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Barbara, thank you for the opportunity. This has been another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.